Welcome to the Vialdon Podcast for Tuesday, December 31st. S&P futures are trading up two to three points. The major pan-European indices are trading flat to down small, but a bunch of individual European markets were closed, including Germany and Italy. Asia saw a mixed price action. Uh, mainland China traded up small. Hong Kong traded off. Um, Japan was closed, and a lot of markets had um, early closes, including Hong Kong. So, you know, very quiet everywhere, obviously, given it's holiday. Um, liquidity will be very, very thin again today. Um, you know, in terms of news, not a whole lot to uh, go over, as one would imagine on on uh, New Year's Eve. But um, the China MBS PMIs for December is probably the only really major incremental piece of information. Um, and I would say that they were mixed um, when the manufacturing number was essentially in line and then services fell short. So some of the wires are trying to spin the manufacturing figure as um, you know, as a positive. I wouldn't say it's really all that positive. I don't think it's a, a, a large negative either. It's just kind of, you know, you continue to see manufacturing in China, um, you know, perhaps show mild improvement after a couple of very rough months, but you're not really seeing this kind of sharp inflection higher. Um, you know, granted, I think investors are going to give um, economic statistics out of China and the U.S. and really around the globe the benefit of the doubt for the next month or two, just to kind of wait and see if some of the positive trade developments that we saw um, beginning in the second half of November and then throughout December, if that really starts to feed through into data. So I don't think investors really assumed you would see an immediate uh, uptick in in economic numbers. But nevertheless, um, you know, I don't think the China MBS PMIs were were spectacular. Certainly. Um, not a reason to come in this morning and get incrementally negative, but um, you know nothing to really celebrate. Uh, other than that, there's not a ton really to talk about. Um, you know, I think in the last 36 hours there were a few interesting headlines out of China. So you had Huawei posting their 2019 financial results this morning. Um, the growth fell short of what the company was targeting at the start of the year, but nevertheless, they still had pretty impressive growth, about 18. percent um, You know, management's making some cautious remarks, is talking about how they obviously face um, pressures from the U.S. going forward, but you know, I, I think that they show that Huawei is still a very viable entity. It's still posting healthy results despite um, a lot of the sanction pressures coming out of the U.S. And you know, you continue to hear reports that Huawei um, is aggressively moving to disentangle itself and reduce its reliance on U.S. suppliers, um, and they're and they're certainly having some success in doing that. Um, there was a big article that hit midday in the U.S. yesterday. Um, probably didn't really help our session and, and was one of the contributors to the to the market sell-off. Just talking about how Beijing is is continuing to conduct a um, very aggressive, um, you know, very sophisticated kind of global cyber espionage campaign, um, tapping into a bunch of global major companies, uh, stealing trade secrets, et cetera. So just, you know, obviously that has been um, one source of contention between the two countries and and it that you know that behavior continues. Um and then uh uh, you know, just the other talking about how, um, you know, Congress plan, the U.S. Congress plans to pass legislation in, in 2020 um, that will apply further pressure on the Xi government over uh, human rights violations. So, um, you know, phase one is certainly positive. It's certainly something to be welcomed. But I continue to think that it's not going to result, um, you know, in, in, in a, in a uh, enormous easing of tensions between the two countries. You know, you're still going to leave a lot of trade. Uh, a lot of trade restrictions in place, a lot of tariffs in place, and you're still seeing conflict occur in other uh, other facets of the relationship away from just economics and trade. Um, the uh, issue in, in Iraq, um, you know, that's I think that's something that people may be looking at a little bit more. 
Um, again, I don't think it's necessarily core to the S&P narrative, but you had the U.S. launched um, strikes against Iranian allied militia groups in Iraq and Syria on Sunday. Um, and you've seen kind of some blowback in Iraq. So reports suggest that American officials have been evacuated from the Baghdad embassy as a result of protest. Um, so that's just, I think, something to kind of keep in mind. Um, as we go forward over the coming days and weeks. So that's essentially it in terms of um, this morning's news. Nothing on the calendar for today in the U.S., aside from a couple of relatively minor economic data points. You're going to have some year-end addresses um, from senior world leaders. I think people are going to be watching uh, Xi in China, who is due to speak tonight in China. So that probably is going to hit um, in the next couple of hours, um, or if, if not before our open, then probably during uh, U.S. trading. And then Kim in North Korea is supposed to give his year in address. <clears throat> um, and if you recall, there's been a lot of concern that Kim is going to begin launching, um, you know, ramped up weapons tests in the new year. And um, to the extent that it, those are his plans, he, he could reveal that during this year in address. So the Kim address is probably going to be uh, later tonight and overnight. Um, but those are kind of the two major events to watch. And then for the rest of the week on Friday, you have the U.S. Manufacturing ISM and you have the Fed Minutes on Friday. Um, you know, and just in looking at the market, um, you've had obviously a, a relatively large sell off yesterday. Um, you know, I really don't I don't read too much into it. Um, you know, you're 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 in kind of a vacuum right now of liquidity of news. So, um you know, it's really not that dramatic a decline in the grander scheme of things. Um, but that being said, I also think the last most recent stages of the rally have also kind of occurred in a vacuum as well. And we've been recycling a lot of kind of old news, um, specifically U.S. trying to trade phase one. Um, you know, that has been kind of the catalyst for upside throughout much of December. And I kind of think that it's it's running out of fuel at this point. Um, and so, well, you know, I think yesterday can be ignored. I also think on the last few days of the rally, um, can be ignored as well. And so going forward, I think you're going to now have to see, um, you know, what the fundamental results of the, uh, November and December trade developments are. You're actually going to see an improvement in growth and earnings. Um, and again, my, my view is still that you're not going to see a sharp inflection higher in either in which case you're at multiples that are going to be unsustainable, et cetera. And so you're at risk now, um, you know, for yourself. And that's been my view um, for, you know, a, about a month at this point. Um, so that's essentially it. I published the December uh, monthly recap. I have a link to it in today's Vital Dawn. It's up on the website. Um, and that is all I have for today. So thank you, everyone, for listening.